This is a GRDC podcast. In Western Australia, soil constraints are a major issue for the state's grain growers. But when you've got yellow sand plain soils, it can be even more challenging. Hello, I'm Hilary Sims. When GRDC's Quinana West Regional Cropping Solutions Network identified soil constraints as a major issue for research, one of the many projects that resulted was a series of trials focused on crop responses from tillage tactics to combat soil constraints. The trials are run by AgVivo consultant agronomist Tim Boys. Deb Bishop caught up with Tim at Gamaling, where he has a yellow sand plains soil trial underway. I've got a number of trials across the central wheat belt focused on soil constraints. However, this deep yellow sand is specific to this area uh, around Gamaling and a number of hectares, considerable hectares, are impacted um, by the constraints on these deeper sands. So you're, you're assessing several tactics for growers, uh, possibly to, to address the subsoil compaction, acid, acidity, water repellents. What methods at the moment are you finding are looking promising? So in this trial we have uh, implemented uh, the inversion ploughing techniques of mouldboard ploughing and modified one-way ploughing. We've got some standard deep ripping treatments, we've got some very deep ripping treatments, plus and minus spading and combinations of all of the above. The consistency of outcomes in this trial that we've been able to duplicate in terms of increased yield response have only come from the very deep ripping treatments or the very deep ripping treatments in combinations with the other techniques. So the three top findings from the project overall at this stage, where would you point them at? The, the yield increases in this trial have been largely driven by the very deep ripping techniques only. Um, despite uh, average growing season rainfall or lack of average growing season rainfall here in 2017 and 2018, the minimal clay content to depth has really impacted our ability to generate yield responses at this site. And whilst we've improved our tiller number and our production potential dramatically with the inversion ploughing techniques, we've been unable to sustain those yield potential improvements to the back end of the season as a result of the lack of subsoil moisture. Tim, why is it that it's only the very deep ripping treatments that giving you, are giving you the improved yield response? So at this site we're dealing with very strong subsoil compaction uh, which increases above 4.2 megapascals at, at 30 to 40 centimetres. So it's a very significant hard pan. It's also very acid to depth. So with the very deep ripping treatment, it is allowing and providing a preferential pathway for rooting depth or for the development of the plant's root system into the subsoil. And on these sands that don't hold a lot of moisture, that improved rooting depth at the back end of the season is proving critical to sustaining and achieving the yield potential at this site. Have you looked at the role of lime and the best incorporation method in this particular trial? So lime was applied at this site in the year of trial establishment in 2017. The lime was applied prior to the amelioration techniques being implemented and therefore the lime inversion to depth has been influenced by those amelioration techniques. There is no doubt that the more aggressive 
uh, amelioration or tillage intervention has been far more successful at influencing that line movement to depth. So the inversion ploughing techniques have been very successful at taking that line from the topsoil and inverting that down to a depth of at least 20 to 30 centimetres. Similarly, the deep ripping plus spading techniques have also allowed very deep mixing rather than inversion of that topsoil applied lime. And similarly, we've been able to achieve amelioration of subsoil pH down to that 30 centimetres. Deep ripping alone has given us very limited improvement in pH to depth as a result of poorer lime incorporation. Now this trial site, uh, a two-year trial here, but there has been an extension. Is that a good sign that, that some good things are happening here in this project? So we've got some very clear results at this trial in the first two years. The project has been extended, particularly because the longer term outcomes in this soil amelioration work in regards to the longer term economic responses and the trajectory of returns are very important as to whether a grower in his decision making are going to employ some of these very expensive techniques. They need to understand the longevity of the payback and returns. So it's not a one size fits all approach is it? Absolutely not a one size fits all. So whilst we've generated some very good returns from the very deep ripping technique at this site, it has thrown up its challenges in regards to weed control, in regards to lime incorporation. It's going to be the long-term outcomes that really establish the most successful technique and or combinations of techniques at this site or for the wider geography. Are there some tools and resources that you'd point growers to for some additional advice and direction on this? So whilst this is only a two-year trial and is still not a mature research project, the Soil Constraints West project had been running through uh, a deep herd led project. So there's significant research outcomes published to the GRDC website and a lot of those research outcomes have fed into the return on soil amelioration ROSA, which has been recently released in the 2018 season. So in closing, Tim, the message to growers is that soil constraints should be considered in combination and might need multiple tactics to overcome. Absolutely. I guess my strongest advice to growers is to one, very definitively understand the soil constraints of which you're dealing with. Um, whether they're in isolation or whether they're in conjunction with a range of constraints. So not just soil compaction, not just water repellency, not just subsoil acidity, and not just clay content or water holding capacity, but how each of those are interacting on their soils and prioritise the relative importance of each of them at your site. And if you can do, do your own trial work and understand or try to understand before any significant investment in machinery the potential responses in the short and longer term um, to any amelioration technique. They, they would be my strongest messages. Understand your constraints and understand your potential responses before significant investment. Tim Boys, a consultant from AgVivo and he was talking to Deb Bishop. 
Remember to go online and find those GRDC resources. And if you want a copy of the ROSA spreadsheet, and that acronym stands for Ranking Options for Soil Amelioration, email Jeremy Lemon at WA's Department of Primary Industries and Regional Development. His email is jeremy.lemon at dpird.wa.gov.au. I'm Hilary Sims, and thanks for listening.